0: Bless God. Man, I'm truly excited about all that God's doing here at The Rock. And we're so blessed to have Chris and Ben, aren't we? What a blessing they are to the kingdom of God. We're so appreciative to have you guys and the encouragement that God's put in your heart to share with us today. It's like, God God, done preach the word. Let's have an out the call right now. Amen? That's uh, so good. So good. Today, as, as uh, uh, we move forward, uh, I can't think of a better way to spend my New Year day... Than to worship the Lord with the saints, and to enjoy His presence together. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of throw a curveball here. I, I had some other things in mind in regards to what I was going to preach today. Um, I, I talked to uh, Laura about diving into acts and understanding the, the presence of the Holy Spirit and the need uh, for, for that manifest presence and so forth. And I have all these different things, you know, as a preacher, you just... You, you have this burden, right, that you want to hear from God. You don't just want to preach sermons. You want to hear from God. And you have this attitude that says, I'm going to preach whatever you want me to preach, right? Even if I prepare something totally different. The only thing is you don't really like it when that happens, right? It's not like you, it's not like you look forward to God messing things up. Uh, but you're thankful that he does at times, all the time. But you're just, you know, just kind of mess with the flow of things. Sometimes, you know, God gives you a word and it comes right away. And then sometimes you have to wrestle with some things. And then sometimes, even when you wrestle with some things, you don't have necessarily the whole clarity about what the Holy Spirit wants to do. You just got to follow His lead. And um, it, it's, been one of those, it's been one of those seasons, and it's interesting because it's the beginning of the year. Right In the beginning of the year, for me, I'm one of those people that like to think in series. I like to think of the things that I'm going to be preaching for X amount of months. I like to think about things that we can talk about just in case we want to build life groups around them, ministries, outreach around them. I want to think that way, and I'm geared that way. That's kind of the way I think, and I realize that oftentimes those things that are my strength can serve as a weakness in regards to hearing the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Sometimes those things that serve us strength can really serve as a weakness when it comes to what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Because you can plan a whole lot without the presence of the Holy Spirit, right? And I'm definitely guilty of that at times. I don't know if you're ready to confess that you're guilty too, but I am, right? I, I, I have been guilty of being able to plan and kind of move forward. And so this year, uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm just at a place in my life personally uh, as a pastor as a husband, as a father, as a friend, that I, I need that which Ben was talking about. I want to draw close to God and I want to become more like Him. I love Chris's confession. She said, I've been a Christian since I was 14 years old and I just don't feel like I really know Him. And the thing is, and, and, and if, I could, if I could just piggyback on that, it's not that we haven't experienced or encountered God throughout all of those wonderful years of His presence. It's that we still have this desperate yearning to know more of God, understanding that yesterday's knowing of God is not enough for today. Anybody with us? You understand what that is? Once you taste of the Lord, you get hungry for God. And that's something that that only His presence can satisfy. And so today, um, I felt the Lord leading me to just share with you really some things that I believe that as a church, locally, that the Lord wants us to focus on this coming year, 2017, just going to share with you some basic things that I think we all need to focus on, particularly in our minds and our in our hearts. And as we pray and as we fast and as we seek the Lord, uh, that you would keep those in mind. And also, I believe the Lord has directed me to write a blessing that I'm to pronounce over you if you if you are willing to receive it. And so we're going to dive into that today. And uh, I'm so thankful for fasting. Uh, and, and I want to be clear about this. Fasting hurts. If God calls you to fast, he's not going to call you to fast or give up something that's easy to give up, right? I joke with the staff all the time. And so they people usually bring snacks. And for some reason, because we feel guilty about good snacks, we bring really poor, terrible snacks like celery sticks. That's from the devil. What's that about? <laughs> And we put peanut butter next to it just so that it could help us somehow, some way stomach that terrible cross. But it's no good, right? Okay? So I tell staff all the time, don't give me a celery stick. I'm fasting that for life. I'm honoring the Lord. Right? The only time I have celery is in my chicken noodle soup, right? Anything else or in my chicken salad. But any if, only if it has chicken it makes it right, right? Only if it's eclipsed by mayo, glory to God. Right? So, you know, it's like, you know, well, I'm not really fasting celery because I never desire celery and I never look forward to eating celery. If you do, we have a deliverance class right afterwards. No, I'm just kidding, right? Uh, you know, I just don't desire celery. If God calls us to fast, he's going to call us to fast something that we've grown dependent on. And obviously, we depend on food. And the Bible says that, you know, we, need to, we should submit, teach us that we should submit every area of our lives to him. And one of the greatest w- way to increase our appetite for the Lord is to become hungry here in the flesh. And let that hunger serve us in awareness, right? So that when the hunger pains come, serve us in awareness to bring us to this place of seeking the Lord. Okay, I'm hungry. I'm praying. God, I'm coming before you. And so uh, fasting deals with, with hunger. And we all have to think about what can we do? What are our limits? What are our boundaries? Where can we begin, right? Where can we begin? And how do we end this fast, you know, to do it in a way that, that, that again, that's leading towards victory? Are we going to fail in the fast of 21 days? You're probably, probably going to be tempted. If, you haven't, if you're not tempted in a 21-day fast, you probably haven't chosen the right thing. <laughs> uh, let me just put it out there, right? And so, again, don't let failure uh, make you upset. Just get back on that spiritual treadmill and train yourself to gain that spiritual appetite. Right? Just want to encourage you there. But along in our culture, we know that we can lack sobriety with a lot of other things, such as social media, maybe the things that entertain us, you know, TV shows that we watch, the games that we play, whatever it may be, depending on our age. And we have to be aware that some of those things may cloud our judgment, right? Anybody with me? All right, you got real serious all of a sudden and real quiet, right? So... I encourage you, but I love fasting because of the fruit of fasting. The fruit of fasting, I'm telling you, it's through fasting where I, knew, I, I receive razor sharp words from God. It's through fasting where the call of God was clearly defined. It's through fasting where I knew exactly who God called me to be and what I should strive for. It's through fasting. It's in fasting where many of you received breakthroughs from addictions, from habits, and built new habits in your life. It's through fasting, where many of you said, through fasting, I've grew an awareness to the presence of God as Father in my life, not just Lord. Listen, is it difficult? Absolutely. Because something in you is dying, so that something in you can live. Right. So I just want to encourage you, and I want you to look for accountability partners throughout your fast. You know know what you're going to fast? Go look for somebody who's going to hold you accountable in that deal that you can talk to weekly. Because trust me, if I'm giving up something that I really like, somebody needs to know. Somebody needs to know, because all of a sudden, everybody want to take me out to eat, right? Everybody want to take me out to eat. Pastor, I was just thinking I should get you a filet mignon. That's from the devil. Get me celery sticks, glory to God. (laughs) Right? I mean, every every time, right, you set yourself, know that. Even good people that love God, they're just going to be unaware. They're going to make all kinds of invitations to break the very thing that you commit to the Lord, right? But be resolved, get accountability, and move forward you're going to be blessed. You are going to be blessed because those who seek, find. Those who ask, receive. Those who knock, the door is answered. So uh, I just, uh, I've experienced it and I encourage you to go through that. And so uh, again, as we fast, these are, uh, as you fast, these are things I want to share with you some focuses that I want to encourage you as you seek the Lord to you know, throughout this year, keep lifting these things up. And before we dive into 2017 and what The Rock will look like in 2017, let's just look back at 2016 and thank God for what He's done. And I'm going to go through this very quickly. Number one, we are thankful that last year we saw many come to faith in Christ. Every week, 52 weeks of the year, I can't think of a week where someone didn't recommit their lives to Jesus or gave the life to the Lord. Can we give thanks to Jesus? We received more members last year than the year before. We baptized more people last year than we did the, the year before, and we saw new people come and integrate, be a part of the church family, and also step into leadership position. Isn't God good? Yes. Amen. Amen. Clap. We can clap. We can bless God. We saw the, our presence was felt locally, regionally, and globally. Someone once said, if God moves your church out of the community, that community should be hurting. That community should feel your absence. And we can say that the rock has been felt locally. This last year, we were able to bless the police department in such a time where the police is not really looked at so favorably, and we were able to open our doors and and do a 5K in honor of our heroes, the police department, the fire department, and those who serve in the military. By the way, Robert Lawson is here in full uniform, looking handsome. Amen. We're so proud of him and what God's doing in his life. Amen. Amen. And uh, uh, so we were able to do that, and so many law enforcement said, nobody has ever done this for us. People just embraced us with full hugs. I met Chief Navarre, and he said to me, you really want to do this for us, just in awe that there was a church in the community that cared. Our presence was felt locally this year, and we're so thankful for that. Our presence was felt regionally as we continue to support ministries such as the Daughter Project. I don't know if you're aware of the Daughter Project yet, but the Daughter Project is a ministry that focuses on helping transition women and girls who have been through the human trafficking uh, uh, situation here in the Toledo, in the greater Toledo area. And so we've been blessed to be able to partner and bless financially those ministries, bless ministries like the Pregnancy Center and ministries uh, like a vision ministry uh, inner city church sister church that partners with us and pastor josh and joy are with us here today and we're thankful to have them with us our presence was felt regionally, and our presence was felt globally. We were able to continue to support missions on a global scale. We had incredible missionaries. One of them, Jim Facker, Dr. Jim Facker, who told us that we were partners with him throughout his entire ministry in Africa, Burundi, and, and all the different places where we've practically been partners with him as they pl- as they planted over ninety churches. Isn't that incredible? Isn't God good? So let's just take time to give thanks to God for what he's done there. Father, thank you. Pastor Laura, would you lead us in thanksgiving for that? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. What an honor it is, God, just to be a part of what you're doing, to move with you in the way that you're moving. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 we also saw on a, on a more practical scale last year, we finished the first phase of our capital campaign, raising $50,000 to move towards build, the building project here at The Rock. We saw an increase not only in our attendance, but also in our giving. We were also able to refinance this property and also refinance it in a way where we can borrow according to our means in order to build If we, whenever we're ready to move forward. And we began the second phase of the capital campaign, which is raising $100,000 so that we can have this 2,400 square feet foyer that will sit in between these two buildings so that we're not going from the blizzard to the holy of holies. Can I get a witness? Amen. Isn't that good news? Any mama happy today about that? Amen. Glory to God. Just exciting to see that. And that God has done all that. It's just incredible to see how God has provided for all that. And, and it looks like very, again, we're planning that the, at the end of this, this coming year, that in fall of 2017, we're going to begin building that four-year space so that by winter time we can enjoy it and celebrate what God has done. Isn't God good? Amen. Brother Mark, would you lead us in thanksgiving to God for the way he's provided? Thank you, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's, it it this shows how faithful you are to us. And Lord, I just ask that we would be faithful to you. And we thank you for your provisions. We thank you for what you're doing with this ministry. Yes, we thank God. We know with building with the divine at Lord, uh nothing is suffered. Uh, no ministry work is suffered. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for providing. We thank you for seeing the ministry of the rock as Mm. a faithful ministry to you, as a worthy ministry to you. We thank you for our leadership, Pastor Carlos and Laura. And I ask, Lord, you just continue to give them blessing and wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much, brother. So as we move forward to 2017, these are the things that I believe the Lord has called us to continue to focus on and to uh, just celebrate in, in our ministry and in our lives. Uh, so looking forward to 2017, we're going to continue to focus on all nations, missions, and on who we are. Let me explain that. The Bible calls us to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we love the fact that God's called us to be a multicultural church. We love that. We love that. Our focus is real people from all walks of life advancing the kingdom of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. We've seen that here locally. We want to continue to hey, not only uh, not only celebrate that, but make room for more of that. Make room not for what the negative term assimilation, making people to look like us, uh, like us, and walk like us, but more so integration. Allowing people to come in with, with cultures and backgrounds but becoming like Christ. Uh, the focus is Jesus here at The Rock. And so we're just excited about that locally. We're going to continue to be who God called us to be locally and continue to um, to to missionally focus that way and also globally to support missions and so forth and have missionaries that are going to share with us their mission. Actually, on the 24th, the pregnancy center will be here to share with us. We already support them on a monthly basis, but to share with us just the work that God's doing through their ministry. So the 24th, you don't want to miss that. Been talking to the leaders about disciple one focus about focus. Focusing on just every leader building one leader. As we grow, we see that God is opening doors for new things, new small groups, new opportunities. And we want us all to be prayerful. God, stir up the gifts in us so that we can operate in that which you call us to do. We... Laura and I and Chris and a few cannot do the ministry that God's called for the rock. There's so much. And we want you to be prayerful and ask God to give you God dreams for the ministry and all that that needs to happen here. So we've been focusing on that and we'll talk more about that later. And again, I said that strengthen our integration. We want to strengthen this year. We want to focus and I want you to pray about this because it's an issue uh, that I think many of you have verbalized. We want to continue to strengthen the process by which people come in and become a part of the church. And here's something I want you to hear from me. You are valuable, not just what you do and not just your gift. You are valuable. And if you call the rock your church, we value you for who you are and for what God's called you, who God called you to be. Not just because of what you do, not just because of your gifts, not just because of your giving. Is all of that a part of of serving the Lord? Yes, but you are valuable to us as an individual. And we want to continue to strengthen that process. We want to do everything that we can to make sure that you feel that you're a part of the discipleship process here at The Rock. If you believe this is your home church, uh, we want you to feel connected. We want you to feel loved, and we also want you to feel like this is the place where you can thrive in what God's called you to do right? That's why we tell people all the time here at The Rock, we don't want you to shop around for The Rock. We want you to ask, Lord, is this the place where you called me to be? Because if God's called you to be here, then God's called you to be rooted here and God's called you to grow here. right? So we want to do everything that we can to provide that atmosphere uh, and, and continue to grow in that process. Because of that, we're going con- to have more often classes that allow you to go through the process of what it looks like to be a volunteer. What's the rock about? What's the mission and vision about? And how do I become a member? We're going to have them more, reg- on a regular basis. I'm, gonna, I'm actually pushing to have them at least once a month. And by the way, those who begin the church life class, which is the first step toward learning more of the church and how to become a member and what we believe and so forth. Those who begin that class two Wednesdays ago, this Wednesday at seven o'clock, we're going to continue the class here. For those who need to begin that class on Saturday, I don't know, it's on your bulletin. I believe it's not, it's not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, there's a church life class beginning at 9 o'clock. That's basically, a hey, how do I become a part of the rock? We welcome you to come to that. We want you to participate in that. But all that to say, hey, we are, we're going to continue to provide more opportunities on a monthly basis for people to come to The Rock and, and know, hey, how do I get involved in, 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 in the community of The Rock? How do I start building relationships? How do I start serving? How do I become a member of The Rock? In 2017, we're going to look to build more life groups and to rebuild the life group experience, to focus on that, the fellowship, the community, to getting connected, having the accountability, to not being alone in the church. We're going to focus our teachings on Sunday and Wednesdays. We're going to continue to have service. Many people have asked that, so I I asked this, so I'm just throwing it out here, out there. On Wednesdays and Sundays, we're going to continue to Uh, Obviously, Sundays, it's going to be a focus for me to preach the word. And you're going to have other people here who are gifted in preaching the word that we're going to give opportunities so that they can grow in their gifts here at The Rock. And on Wednesdays, I'm committing to the entirety of the year on Wednesdays to be here to preach the word and to teach the word. And so I just just want you to kind of be aware of what to look forward in 2017. And again, in 2017, we're going to begin the building project, and we're going to end the capital campaign, and we're looking forward to entering into our new foyer space. Amen. Anybody excited about that? Amen. 2017 will also be a year of training new staff. We see that there's opportunity for new staff and staff that are transitioning. And so uh, it's a year of training new staff. We have a new board. We have a, a brand new board. If you're on the board, if you sit on the board today and you're standing here today and you're here, would you stand with us at this moment? Mark, Ben, DJ. Eunice over there. She's standing tall over there. (laughs) Eunice, Matt in the background. We're just so thankful for them. Lord, thank you for the board and thank you for the staff and thank you for continuing to grow us according to your will. Thank you for the gifts that you place in each and every one of these individuals. We bless you, Lord, for them. We bless you for the way that you're leading us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. So again, we're looking to release new leadership. And so... I'm going to end with this. What's the focus of this church? What's the big deal? Why are we talking about all the things that God did in 2016 and the things that you're looking for God to do in 2017? Basically because Jesus said this in Matthew 28, verse 18 on down. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I want you to notice... We are called, commanded, commissioned by God to make disciples. What does that mean? We're called to draw closer to Jesus and become more like him. That's the whole purpose of the church. That's the whole purpose of the ministry. If we do anything outside of that, we're operating outside of our bounds. This is the call of every church to make disciples. And what is that? What is that? To teach people to draw close to Jesus and become more like him. We are sent to reach all nations. Again, we're going to make disciples of all nations. We're saying, yes, God, make us a multicultural church with a heart not only for what's happening locally, but what's happening regionally, what's happening globally. We're going to continue to grow in that. That's what God's called us to do. And again, what is it that we're called to do? Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In other words, we are ushers leading people to all of God. All of the Father, all of the Son, and all of the Holy Spirit. We make no apologies for any of in the people in the, in, in the Trinity. We believe in God as one God, yet we see God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit in that perfect unity existing from eternity past. And we need to learn to walk in all that. I don't know about you, but I need to learn to walk as a son of a good Father. Anybody with me? Anybody with me? I don't know about you, but I need to come into greater, I need a greater revelation of the cross and resurrection power in my life for 2017. Anybody with me? Yeah. And I I don't know about you, but I don't want to turn a deaf ear to the good counsel or Holy Spirit in my life. Is anybody with me? Yeah. So we, we are called to usher people into all of God. Notice Jesus says, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Before he ascends into glory, he's given this incredible command, go and baptize in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In other words, we are ushers, all of us, you and I, ushers, leading people into all of God. We are teachers of absolute truth. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Obedience and commandments imply that there is truth that is absolute, truth that is unchanging, truth that is not relative, truth that does not sway with the culture. We are teachers of absolute truth. And the moment we give up truth that's absolute, we give, up, we give up Jesus the Christ, and we give up His commandments. So we're called to make disciples. We're called to declare those absolute truths and make no apologies for them. And we're called. Uh, we know that as we do that, as we, as we go out to make disciples of all the nations, of every culture, uh, of, uh, not only of all the nations, but as we usher them into all of God, we know that God is with us. That's what we're going to be about. That's what we're all about. And we're just continuing to ask God, fine-tune that experience at The Rock. Fine-tune our ability to make disciples here at The Rock. God is, God is burdening the leadership here with a desire to focus on only what God's called us to do. Right? And we're excited about that. I want you to just dream and get excited about that reality um, for you. About you growing as a disciple and you making disciples and you participating in the kingdom work. So Today as we end, I want to just declare this blessing over each of you. If you would stand with me. I want to bless your year. I believe the Lord has directed me, prophetically impressed me to write this down, just declared his blessing over you as you head out this year to do the ministry and, and live the life and be the father and be the husband and be the wife and be the friend that God called you to be. just want to pray this blessing over you. I pray that God will give you a blessed year. A happy new year because his presence and his face shines on you. May you experience the unconditional love of the Father, the radical grace of Jesus Christ, and the transformative fellowship of the Holy Spirit. May you bear fruit for the kingdom of God. May your heart be drawn to love and live for Jesus. May your family be filled with his peace, mercy, forgiveness, and grace. May this year be a year of restoration of everything that God intends to be yours that the enemy in this world has taken from you. May this year be the year where you take up the things that God has given you that you have put to the side and or not been aware of. May this year be a year where you are filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit. May this year be a year where you receive revelation and God dreams for your life and community, your work and your ministry. May the blessings of God overtake you. May joy define your character, and may it change your name. May the healing of God defeat the emotional, spiritual, and physical illnesses that you face. May your relationships be genuine. May you have courage to walk away from disingenuous relationships and ungodly ones. May you be successful in putting the flesh on the cross and feeding your spirit so that instead of sin overtaking your life, that you would be conquering old habits and experiencing new breakthroughs. May the wisdom of God and His word of knowledge and His razor-sharp discernment be so strong in your life that you will no longer go in circles spiritually around the same things over and over again, but rather that you would replace that sixth cyclical movement for the ancient path that takes you upward into his presence. I do not pray that you would be satisfied in this world, but rather that you, like Jesus, would hunger and thirst for righteousness' sake. I do pray that you would be satisfied in his presence, and that the very taste of who he is would awaken a hunger you have never known before. I pray that God will keep away from you any prosperity that will drive you away from him. And I pray that He will bless you with everything that will lead you to grow in contentment in Him. Finally, I pray that you will not only wait for the movement of God, but that you would be the movement of God. That you will not only long for revival, but that you would be used to bring about the revival you long for. That you will not only wait for the change that Jesus brings, but that you would take your authority in Jesus' name and walk in it. I pray that you will not only know the cross of Jesus, but also the resurrection power that follows after. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can even ask for or imagine, to Him be the glory and the power and the honor forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Can you bless God? Can you bless God today? Let me bless God today. Let's bless God. Would you clap your hands? Just praise and press through and say, God, I want to receive this today. I want to receive this today. All of you, Father, today I declare it. I declare it right now. I declare it right now. I declare it right now. I want some people to just gather around Pastor Josh and Pastor Joy Hester right there. If you guys just come around, let's just bless them today. Uh, I told them I was going to break the anointing oil. and bless them. Let's just declare a blessing over our sister church. Would you just begin to lift up your voice right now for them? Lord, I thank you for Josh and Joy. I thank you, Lord, for little Joshua and all of the kids, Jubilee, Father God, all of them. I bless them right now. I bless them, God. I thank you for the hunger that they have for you, God. I thank you for the many blessings you've given them this year's past, God, where their children have experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit, God, and so many salvations, God. I thank you, God, for the anointing you've given them, the plant churches, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for what you're doing. We press into heaven and we say thank you for vision ministry. Bless them, O oh God use them, oh God, lead them close to know you and the power of your Holy Spirit. Father God, I bless their marriage. I bless their unity, God. I bless their parenting, Lord God. I thank you, God, for joy. I thank you, God, that you will prosper them according to your will, that you will provide according to your riches and glory, Father God. I thank you, God, for no shame and no guilt and no remorse that, that doesn't come from you, all that negative stuff that the devil would try to put on them as they journey and what you've called them to do we cancel it in jesus name we cancel it in jesus name that they will walk confidently and make no apologies for everything that you have for them god we just bless them today and we thank you god in the name of jesus that they're not survivors they're more than conquerors We thank you, God, that they're not survivors, they're more than conquerors. And so I thank you for giving them the field, and I thank you for giving them the city. God, I thank you for giving them the country and the city, God. The suburbs, Father God, and I thank you for giving them the inner city, God. Use them for your kingdom and for your glory. We bless them, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So Father, as we turn to you today, God, I thank you that you will begin to awaken the God dreams in us, that you would stir up our minds, that we would think of what could be, what would our lives look like if we were more aware of your presence, our marriages, our family, our children, our finances, and we say, do it, God. Do it, God. So I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Amen, Amen. God bless you. Happy New Year, man. If you need prayer, the altars are open today. We love to pray with you. Have a happy New Year, brother. How are you, man? I'm good, brother. Good. Good. A little tired from